Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Michael B. Ross, and I would like to welcome you to the HBK High Performance Podcast. I hope that the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in your life, and I hope all your dreams are coming true. Before we get started today, as I always like to mention, if you hear one good thought, one good phrase, one good quote, or one good idea from this podcast, I would like to ask you to put that thought phrase, idea, or quote into absolute immediate action. It is the application of our education that makes the biggest difference in our world, and I don't want you to be one of those people who look back on their life with regret. It is very important in this day and age that you are able to disseminate and to decipher what you really want and what you really feel called to do in your life and not to try to live based on the expectations of others. And there's a lot out there. We are blasted with information every single day at a astronomical rate. The amount of stimulations that we have each day is astronomical. So what we have to do is take a step back Listen to our heart and allow it to guide us as we move forward. I just believe this with all my heart. If you will do what you feel compelled to do and you do it out of pure love and service towards other people and you do it without any feelings of retribution and trying to prove somebody else wrong, put anyone else down as a result, and you really live your life for pure love and service, I believe there's no limit to the success that you can have. So make sure you take action. So we got some stuff coming up with HBK High Performance. We have a challenge coming up on July 10th, and it's going to be about how to build a thriving business with little money. So many people in the world today want to start a business or want to grow their business, but they don't know how. That's what I've been focused on and doing for the last 11 years. What I want is for you to take a challenge with me. I've got a five-day training that I'm going to do. And then after that, I've got 90 days of activities that you can do to immediately start a business on the right foot or take your business to the next level. I'm going to give you the secrets that I've shared with so many businesses over the last 11 years and helped so many businesses to growth. I've been honored to do that. So take a look at our social media pages. You can get on LinkedIn and connect with me, Michael B. Ross. You can connect with me on Facebook. You can get on the HBK High Performance page on LinkedIn and on Facebook. And you can get on to our website, hbkln.com, and look for some of the events that we have coming up, specifically our challenge coming up on July 10th. I look forward to having you on that, and I look forward to connecting with you and answering any questions you may have. Okay, so today I want to talk to you about conflict resolution. One thing you have to always keep in mind is wherever there are people and wherever there's communication, there's bound to be conflict. And wherever there's people who have differences, I'm not talking race, color, creed, or gender. What I'm talking about is difference in personality. Because a lot of the times we take in information as people and we perceive it in a certain way or we filter it through our own personality type and our own way of thinking. 
which has been built because of our background and the way we were raised and the area we were raised and the way we were taught to think and the schools that we went to and the teachers that we had taught us to think in a certain way. So we filter information differently than how other people filter information. So when communication is out there, we oftentimes don't see the same as somebody else. And what we've got to do is when that conflict arises, where information has not been perceived the same way as somebody else, and there is a impasse where you can either part ways or work together to go further faster, we've got to choose unity. We've got to choose to work together with people and not just separate. So many people avoid conflict, however, because of fear. Fear is a major part of conflict because we're afraid that we're going to put somebody out or we're going to be rejected or we're secure, so we're going to be told something about ourselves that we don't like that's going to be exposed. We're going to be exposed. Oh, no. Conflict will expose us where you don't have to feel that way. Before we get into the actual details of conflict resolution, I want to tell you this. There is nothing you can do as a human being to change your value. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing in the world you can do to change your value. Your value is beyond measure. I don't care what your mind tells you. Your mind lies to you all the time and tries to tell you that you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not fast enough, you're not worthy enough. It'll remind you of your past when you've made mistakes and put it right in your face to say, see, 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 look what happened here. Don't do it again. Don't risk. Don't get out there. Keep safe. Conflict is a risk. But I want to tell you, there is nothing that can change your personal value. So going into a conflict, remember, it is a risk, but the risk of not taking it is you risk that you could lose a potential great relationship. A lot of the times, great relationships are built over conflict over time. You see great marriages 20 years down the road and people say, man, you guys have a great marriage. What happened? And oftentimes you hear the husband and wife, what they say, we've been through a lot of conflict. We've had to fight. We've had to scratch. We've had to claw. We've had to understand each other. We've had to humble ourselves. And what happens? You get closer as a result of the conflict. Conflict brings people together. I know for me, some of my best relationships are people I've had conflict with. Same with you. Disagreements. One of my best friends in the world had a disagreement with recently. He and I were going at it back and forth. And at the end, we laughed. We pat each other on the back and we're closer as a result. Conflict's not a bad thing. It's actually a really healthy thing for relationships. It's very healthy for businesses as well. But we have to beware of fear. Fear is going to come when it comes to conflict. Fear will come and it will try to drive you in a dark corner and put a sheet over you and not let you out. It'll put you in a metaphoric prison when it comes to relationships. Because if you be, get to the habit of not dealing with conflict, you are going to be left in a dark prison with a ton of buried emotions. Let me tell you a fact. Buried emotions never die. They don't die. They find different ways to come out. They will embed themselves into your subconscious and come out at the worst times. And they'll also drive you to your knees in depression and delusion. Buried emotions never die. Remember that. So don't think you can just ignore people or act like you don't care. I don't care about that. It's not worth my time. You hear people say that when it comes to conflict. And I ask people, you know, when they start talking about somebody, I have a very strict no gossip policy. I'm going to tell you something. If you tick me off, 
I'm going to come talk to you because I value you. I think our relationship would be worth having a conflict over. I have a very strict no gossip policy because I've seen it tear down people and tear down relationships in my personal life as well. And I've been the source of it. Sometimes I've gossiped because I didn't have the courage to confront somebody. Now I take the other approach because it is not worth trading a relationship because I'm afraid, because I'm fearful, I'm scared. I would rather confront somebody face to face than have to deal with the buried emotions on the back end. So understand that. If you're in a situation right now where you haven't dealt with conflict and you feel a bunch of buried emotions coming out in different ways, what I would ask is that you grab your courage and you go and confront and you have it out. Have a conflict with a person about a situation and figure out what's right, what's wrong, and what's indifferent. Okay, so let's start into conflict resolution. I'm going to give you just a few steps for conflict resolution, but I want to start with this. Everything, when it comes to conflict resolution, has to start with a desire for the truth. That is not the desire to be right. It's the desire for truth. If you are feeling a certain way based upon the way somebody else has made you feel and you feel conflict in your heart or you are at an impasse with somebody because you can't get on the same page, you've got to get down to what is true. What is true about this situation? What's true about the relationship? It's okay, by the way, to agree to disagree. I mean, heck, somebody's a Republican, another person's a Democrat, another person's an independent. It's okay to present your ideas and to agree to disagree because the truth is your relationship is more important than your opinions about politics. That's the truth. So everything in conflict resolution has to come down to your desire to seek the truth for the betterment of the relationship or your organization. Nothing wrong with agreeing to disagree. The agreement is that one person is allowed to have an opinion. The other person is allowed to have an opinion because that is a dignity and a right as a human being. If you're going to have skills and you're going to have success in conflict resolution, you have to start with truth and your desire to seek the truth. And the fact of the matter is, you are not always right. You won't always be right. It's okay. By the way, you're a human being. You are a human being that doesn't have it all figured out. And guess what? This side of heaven, you will never have it all figured out. Isn't that fun, though? Isn't that a good thing? That one day, that one day, you are finally going to have a chance to look back and look at your life and say, man, oh man, oh man, look at me when I was in my 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and I didn't have it all figured out. I thought I did, but I didn't. It's okay. The more you open your mind and you say, you know what? I don't have it all figured out. The more you can learn. I love what Socrates used to say. If there's one thing that I know, it's that I know nothing. That's a great attitude to have when it comes to conflict resolution. So it has to start with truth. That's enough about that. (laughs) Let's move on. So the desire for truth in your heart 
when it comes to conflict, let's say someone made you mad or you made somebody else mad or there's a situation where you can't get down to it with somebody, the first thing you've got to do if you want to have true conflict resolution is you have to go into a conflict resolution with inquiry, not suspicion. I talked about this in another podcast. I'd ask you to look for it. It's inquiry versus suspicion. You've got to go into a conflict resolution assuming the best of the other person, putting a 10 on their head, as John Maxwell says, and assume that they want what's best for your relationship and and your organization. Assume the best unless they prove you wrong. So go into a conflict resolution situation with inquiry, looking to learn and find the truth, then already judging somebody and building a case against them. And this is why gossip is so detrimental. Because what we're doing is we're building a case against somebody else based on something that may or may not be true. And we're building a cloud of witnesses to go with us if and when we finally confront the situation. Now the person is already on the defensive And as in a courtroom, we would be the prosecutor. They would be the defense. And we may have a paltry case, and then we are made to look like absolute fools, and we'd be untrustworthy because we've gossiped and we've built a case against somebody. It's absolute trash to do that. So what you want to do is go in with inquiry. And I will tell you this. When you go into a conflict situation, it's probably better to start with presenting some ideas based upon what you are perceiving and then ask a bunch of questions or start with a bunch of questions. I think a very good one, if someone's offended you, to walk up to them and ask them, have I done something to offend you? Because if they're offending you, you can ask them, have I done something to offend you? And then they're looking at you going, well, no. And now they're in inquiry as well because they're curious to why you're asking that question. And on the response, you can say, well, when you said this to me, I was really offended. And I wondered if I did something to offend you that made you want to say that to me in that way that really, quite frankly, hurt my feelings. I mean, listen to what just happened. If you've offended me and I say, hey, have I done something to offend you? What you've done is you've absolutely took down any wall that could have come up when I've asked you to speak to me one-on-one. I've disarmed it all. I've put you on the offensive. It's just smart human relations at the end of the day. Now you're going to say back to me, well, probably nine times out of ten. No, you haven't done anything to offend me. Why? What's going on? Well, then you can present your case. You can present your ideas. You can present what you're offended by. Now you could be well off. And here's what you'll find. Nine times out of ten, the person themselves did not mean to offend you. Perhaps something just happened. Perhaps they had a different demeanor than you're used to. Perhaps they were stressed out about something. Perhaps they had some pressure on them that you did not know about. Perhaps somebody died in their life. Maybe there's a situation that they needed to bring up and they didn't know how. And it came out all wrong. Who knows? But now you're able to present your case and they're still on the offensive. Because you're saying, hey, this is what offended me. And so I was wondering if I offended you because you usually never act like this or I would have never expected this from you. What you did was you spoke the truth in love. 
because you're considering them, you're giving up your position of offense and a position of prosecutor and putting yourself on the defensive and allowing them to act as prosecutor of the situation of their own situation. You see? So now here they are able to talk through this with you and say, well, no, I didn't do that. You know what? I said that because I was having a rough day and I didn't mean to do that. And I'm so sorry. Now that person, nine times out of 10, is going to tell you how sorry they are because they did not mean to offend you. You have honored them and put them in a position of dignity by allowing them to take the offensive, which will bring up appreciation and allow you both to work through this misunderstanding or this offense. And again, nine times out of 10, it will be resolved right there. Now a level of respect between the two of you will go through the roof. What do you want? At the end of this, you want them to be what? More cognizant of how they're speaking to you. You're wanting them to be more cognizant of how they speak to others. You accomplish all of that and so much more when you allow the other person to take the offensive. To me, it's very, very simple. And you need to practice this. If someone offends you or somebody does something to wrong you, put them on the offensive, whatever that looks like. Like I said, you could walk up to the person, ask them to speak to you one-on-one. You go to a private room. You say, hey, have I done something to offend you? Or just ask them, is everything okay with you? Are you doing okay? And they go, yeah, well, yeah, why? Or they tell you, hey, something's not, everything's not okay. And they ask you, well, how did you know? And you can say, well, here's why. This is what happened. I was offended. I wanted to see if everything was okay because you normally don't act like that. Give them the benefit of the doubt. This is the start of conflict resolution. Same with people on your team. If you're a leader and you need to confront somebody, always give them the benefit of the doubt. But go in fully ready to deal with the truth of the situation. It is different when you're talking to employees because you need them to perform. And most of the time we have to confront, it's because they're not performing. So it is really, really simple. You walk into the situation, you pull somebody aside, you pull them into your office, you go, hey, is everything okay with you? Yeah, uh, everything's all right. Why? Well, I noticed your performance isn't as good as it normally is. So I was wondering if everything's okay. Well, yeah, I just have this, that, this, and the other going on. And people have a plethora of reasons why they're not performing like they normally do. And you can say, well, hey, I appreciate that. I can understand that. But you know where we're going. You know what we want from this organization. You know we set high standards. So is there anything I can do to help you perform better? And if they say yes, figure out what that is. If they say no, You simply reiterate the fact that you need them to perform better. Now you've honored them, you've dignified them, and you've given them a path forward, and you've dealt with it in truth without putting them down, without having to bring in a 100 other people to try to build your case against that person. You dealt with it simply and swiftly, and now you can move forward. Now if a person in the organization still won't perform better, you've got to take recourse. You've got to handle it accordingly. Like I said before in in other podcasts, I believe in the three-strike rule. If you tell somebody to do something and they can't do it, you you inquire of why. Second time, you inquire of why again. You're a little more stern on the back end. Third time, in a short period of time, you just move on. 
And it doesn't mean they're not valuable as human beings. They just maybe can't perform the function that you need them to. So you need to find someone else who can. There's nothing wrong with that. Conflict resolution is key to being a great leader. If you cannot resolve conflict and if you cannot be direct in conflict, you will never be a great leader. And it's because one of the greatest traits of leaders is courage. And you can't find another place to show courage than in the situations that conflict will give you. And conflict comes all the time. And it's not only that we handle conflict well, it's that we build a conflict resolution system in our teams that will keep us from the nonsense. How much time do you have to deal with conflict every day on your team just between little spats between people because they haven't learned how to properly resolve conflict themselves? So you've got to be great at resolving conflict and then teaching your team how to do the same. And I promise you, if you can do that, it will help eliminate a lot of little unnecessary problems on your team. So if you want more information on this, please email me, mross at hbkln.com. I'll talk to you more about this. There's a lot of details in conflict resolution that I didn't talk about today, but it's real simple. You just go to the person, let them be on the offensive, let them talk, tell them the truth of what happened, and then deal with it accordingly. It's not that hard. We just sometimes, I mean, just to be bold as brass here, we just got to be adults. We got to be grownups. We got to be mature. And how we deal with this. Gossip's not okay. Slander's not okay. Making fun of somebody is not okay. Passive aggressiveness is not okay. Aggressiveness is not okay. You got to be assertive and deal with conflict as it comes. So I hope this was beneficial to you today. I can't wait to talk to you the next time on the HBK High Performance Podcast. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.